Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake. Myself, Jake Stromboli, Davis Wimbledon on the ones and twos. Massive sports weekend. The championship games, championship Sunday. That now, if you're listening to a sports show, I'm assuming you're not coming in blind. I'm assuming you know it's Chiefs-Iggles at this point. The Kelsey Bowl. Talk about the games a little bit. And then... Because we are starting to get full-blown baseball fever. There's only one more football game left. I am going through top rotations. You know, you kind of have a few in your head. I kind of want to put them out on paper and see, see who we like. Who's the argument? Maybe it's depth. Maybe it's top end. And I think it's going to be fun. That's where I got the pen and paper. I think we're going to be able to eliminate some right off the rip. Uh, and we'll see where we go from there. But first... Let's do the football. BBD is in his Mahomes jersey. Shout out Grammy we found mm. out this morning. Big yes. Mahomes gal. She loved Mahomes. That's awesome. Uh, I love Mahomes, so that's pretty cool. But as we know, we're cron pod, and luckily the first one we can chew off pretty easily. Joe's McFly's Eagles uh, run away with it 31-7. to Might have to give him a call. Or is he in here? Because he went. Yeah. He was in the building. His first ever football game. Of course, Joe's fucking McFly. Whoa. Um, the Eagles, I, uh, if you're a listener to the show at this point, you know this. Uh, and, I, you know, it's not like a hot take or anything. I very much believe in uh, the, what is it? Not the game flow. What's it called? The, the game, like, picture. Oh, the, like, win probability chart? No, the, um, like, what happens early on can change the game. Oh. And the the example I'll use, and maybe chat, it's good to have you back. Uh, maybe you can help me out. Uh, this, the game script. Great. Yeah. Jeez. It's Monday, people. The game script. Fourth down. Philly's got the ball. Opening drive. Fourth and three. 29 yards to Devontae Smith, mm. one-handed, comes down, and <laughs> here's what I'll tell you, and <laughs> I don't know if, if, I'm, if I'm Shanahan and, um, you know, I, I definitely respect who Devontae Smith is as a player. That is one of the first times I can remember a wide receiver, normally the peacocks of all peacocks on the football field, Instantly getting up and saying, let's huddle and go. Like, if Devontae Smith had caught that ball and did that, trying to bait San Francisco into using one of their challenges, I mean, that would be an IQ of 250 play. He he wasn't doing that. Uh, we end up getting a replay that <clears throat> would have been interesting. I, I think it would have gotten overturned. You see that ball shuffling there? I mean, we saw it the weekend before uh, on on that touchdown pass that got broken up in the end zone, Jamar Chase, uh, as we get to those Bengals in a little bit. Um, I think the game script would have been very different. I, I mean, they would have, Niners would have gotten the ball on their, uh, on their own 35-yard line. Um, you know, Brock Purdy has not been injured at this point. So, like, you know, you start don't going down a whole sports avenue. Let me get all of that out of the way because the Niners end up getting rolled on thirty-one to seven. Brock Purdy gets hurt. Um, you know, 
to to live out what's been the Brock Purdy existence, and then we see him come back in the game, which I, I guess we'll get there. He's hurt bad. Um, I don't know if we have the official injury. We heard UCL, which, hey, for all our baseball people, you're, you're familiar with that. Um, you know, I, I heard some rumors of, like, a, a crack in his, like, elbow. I don't know if we fully know yet. Um, but let's give Brock Purdy credit. I, I'm guessing he was hurting pretty bad to basically we we caught him his lips talking to the coach shout out to my guy John Boy that I think he said I can't throw um and then you saw him on the sideline loosening up a little bit but either way ultimate NFL journeyman um Josh Johnson ends up coming in the game uh and man he's been on I think it's 12 NFL teams and like every time every t- it feels like, and this is so unfair to the guy, but it feels like every time they come up with a new like league, it's like Josh Johnson will be in it. Hmm. I think he, I think he was like the first pick when they did. They tried to bring back the USFL or something like that. So it also sticks out a little more because it was when, like, you know, when those new leagues have hype. You know, he was that league's Ben DiNucci. Yes. Shout out, shout out, Dragons. Um, he comes in and yeah, you. You know, you have a moment where you're like, okay, we're in Philadelphia. The Niners are immensely talented. Shanahan is respected as one of the best coaches in the league. Are they going to do something? It was the AAF. The AAF. It was the 1-1, right? Yeah. San Diego Fleet. Good team. Uh, And Washington signed it before the season began. Tough. Uh, The Niners, they put a drive together. Christian McCaffrey has a badass run. it looks like the cameraman and kind of the defenders give up a little bit because you're like, oh, there's enough bodies there. He's probably going down. He keeps going, touchdown. It was 7-7. Um, and then that leads to a Philly 14-play drive. Uh, they had a, you know, fourth and one, third and seven. Uh, you know, another third down on that drive. 14 to 7. And then it's okay. Can the Niners do the end of the half answer? Josh Johnson uh gets rocked. Reddick. San Reddick was all over this game. Proud Philly guy. Um, I believe he's Temple. Did I just make that up in my head? I mean, if he's not, then I I mean he's still a proud Philly guy. Yeah, yeah Temple. Yeah. Camden, New Jersey, went to Temple. That's what I thought. Um, 21-7, to and yeah, again, you know, we're we're pretty in with DraftKings at this point. You people know this. DraftKings doesn't mess around with their money. Um, When it was 21-7, to and remember, the Jacksonville Jaguars had the biggest comeback in NFL history. Um, The number on the Niners to win at that point was a much greater payout than it was the Jaguars to come back. Um, Because they're on their fourth-string quarterback. (laughs) How often when you talk football do you end up talking about the quarterback? Like, we're going to with this Super Bowl coming up for the next couple weeks. And they're on their fourth string. When you really think about it, Trey Lance to Jimmy G to Brock Purdy to Josh Johnson um, against a really good Philly team. Like, I, I, again, I... I know I started there, and I, I, you guys know I was kind, of, I was on the Niners. I, I just kind of believed in what they were doing, and thought when push came to shove in the big moment, one of their stars might, might do it. 
Uh, Philly rolls. They dominate 31 to 7. Uh, good on Jalen Hurts, man. I, you know, it was the story for a lot of the first half of the season. It dwindled out a little bit uh, by the end as they kind of slunked in. When they go, it's it's dominant. I, I mean, they had they had three guys that or four guys that were kind of a problem rushing the ball: Gainwell, Sanders, Hurts, and the talking Giants. Boston Scott gets a touchdown. Um, you know, it wasn't pretty, but that Niners defense is really good. Remember what they just did to Dallas, uh, what they've done to a lot of teams this year. And the Philly defense is really good. Niners on their fourth-string quarterback. Uh, you know, I, I think for football fans, if we could uh, run it back and that Devontae Smith gets overturned, who knows what the game looks like? Does Brock Purdy get hurt? Uh, you know, it, does anything happen? Or does Philly just roll? Because it was in Philly, and they're a really good team. Um, they beat the Niners. I, you know, not going to pretend to to fully deep dive into it further because I do unfortunately think you can just say, hey, uh, Josh Johnson, San Diego Fleet, no shots fired at him, put, in, put into an almost impossible task uh, in the NFC Championship game. Eagles roll. They're going to the Super Bowl, and who will they face? The game of the day, BBD's Chiefs versus the Bengals. Uh, in, you know, I think I think over the next couple weeks, you'll hear people call this almost the, the pseudo-Super Bowl. Although the mm. Eagles are favored over the Chiefs. I guess we got some time to talk about that. And, oops, just revealed who won. Um, <laughs> Burrowhead, man. A, badass. <laughs> um, <laughs> as you get older, you you almost, you know, trash talk becomes less cool and less cool unless it really hits home. Uh, calling it Burrowhead, I mean, Arrowhead, Burrowhead, those kind of working out is funny. Is that just, when that just when that when you even have that option? Yeah, like it just. I, I understand why it happened because uh, if I if I if I was a defensive back. For the Bengals, and I had thought of Burrowhead, I'd say it. Um, it's kind of cool, kind of funny. Uh, can't tug on Superman's cape at all. Um, and we saw Superman, and there's a lot of talk about the refs in this game, which I'm, I'm a little surprised. I, I understand the one funky one. Uh, the Chiefs kind of got a free play, and they just said do-over. And you're like, all right. Uh, <laughs> but they end up not getting too hurt by that one. But still, it's just like... I it's one of those things that I, I pictured and I tweeted about it. If I was a Bengals fan and I'm in in Arrowhead and the Chiefs are just getting free plays, I, I'd start freaking out. Um, you know, there was a couple other borderline calls. Uh, the Bengals head coach was going nutty on the sideline for felt like the whole fourth quarter. A couple big moments in this one. Uh, the Bengals have their fourth down. Uh, and Burrow just chucks one up to Jamar Chase, double coverage, uh, and just, I don't know, felt like one of those signature Joe Burrow plays that it's like, for some reason, he can do that, and your quarterback cannot. Um, that was a special moment. Uh, the one that everyone's talking about today, and rightfully so, uh, the Mahomes touchdown pass to MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Uh, where he steps up in the pocket, kind of a jump throw, 
puts it on the mark, on one leg, all of it. I mean, it's it's where it's where Mahomes is different. And I, I think I was getting into the Burrow and Josh Allen conversation for the past, I don't know, since that regular season game was supposed to happen, week 15, something like that, 16 maybe. And I was like, maybe, you know, should Burrow and Allen... Should they be the same conversation? Everyone tried to kind of bring Allen up to Mahomes. That drifted apart a little bit. Burrow, it kind of felt like he was on Josh Allen's ass, but also if, you know, Bills kind of seemed like a team of destiny a little bit. Let's be honest. Like, you know, for a lot of us, it's kind of spun DeMar Hamlin and, you know, playing for something bigger and the Bills also being one of the best teams in football this year. Uh, that I was wondering... You know, kind of why there wasn't more of a Burrow-Allen conversation. In one game, it felt like Burrow jumped Allen, hmm. and everyone was ready to do Burrow and Mahomes. And I love Joe Burrow, and I think I'd take him over Josh Allen, which I, I think that's still a little hot in the streets. But no one's on Mahomes' level, man. I mean, he's like a... Like, there's, there's Steph Curry-Golden State comparisons, like elite offense and just, you know, guys that seem almost cool and goofy, but they also want to rip your heart out. I mean, the, the thing with Steph Curry is he's, like, he's undersized for NBA superstars traditionally. Uh, I like mean, the initial appeal once he got to close to that level. Yeah, like, you just, you just don't see that. Um, Mahomes, I, I mean, he's... You know, he has kind of the prototypical NFL body. He's got the strongest arm. He's pretty thick. He's athletic. On one leg, he scrambles for the big first down. And then, I mean, a name that, unfortunately for now, is going to be remembered in in history for all all the wrong reasons is uh, our guy Asai for the Bengals, Joseph Asai, who was actually playing, like, a great game. Like, you know I'm not – I don't live in the – the X's and O's of football, but he had uh, two quarterback hits. That was most on the Bengals. <laughs> There's some irony there now. Um, knocked down a pass. He had, you know, for a D lineman, I mean, five tackles, three solos. The guy was playing a great game. They were highlighting him on multiple plays, even on a play earlier in that drive. Um, Mahomes scrambles for the first down. He's out of bounds. A side hits him, and you just know, and it's that's – that gets called every time, you know, you can play the Patrick McCombs guard. If that, if that was Josh Johnson, if that was Burrow, that, that's getting called every time. Puts them in field goal range. Man, couple other nutty plays in this game that... And I'd, I've, I've got some stuff I need to cover on Romo in, in this game, which I'm actually on the other side of the fence, oddly enough. Uh, Mahomes has a horrible fumble in this one. Just basically, like, drops the ball, goes back to pass. They lose it. Um... You know, the Bengals, the tip play interception, that was pretty badass. Hmm. A pair of rookies for the Chiefs. That was Number cool. six, he, he was getting kind of, he had gotten himself into trouble on a few plays, uh, and he makes the big play there. Uh, the intensity of this game kind of felt like a high school football game, and I say that in the best way possible because I think that's relatable. Oh, Nikki Cass is here. Great. It's going to be a wild day. Um, like, Everyone kind of likes Burrow and Mahomes. Now, if you're, if maybe those are your division rivals, you might hate that guy. Like, if you're a Ravens fan, you're probably not the biggest Joe Burrow fan. He drives you nuts. Almost everyone it's in the world good. can admit Joe Burrow's, like, cool. 
(laughs) I love Joe Burrow. He's awesome. Mahomes, it's kind of the same thing, but different. Like, I don't know. Mahomes was like the guy, Kansas City, star quarterback, makes it look different. Joe Burrow kind of came in, I don't know, felt like a rival high school and felt like he was befriending girls from your high school on Instagram and stuff. I'm assuming that's what they do now. My day was Facebook. Um, And you kind of want to hate Joe Burrow a little bit, but then he came in. And he's awesome. Like, every time he plays, it, it's badass. Burrowhead. Um, it ends up backfiring a little bit. Chris Jones, who we talked about on here a little bit, uh, he ends up having the big sacks. Talk about quarterback hits. He had five in the game. Uh, how are Defensive you? Defensive player of the year candidate. How are, you, how are you, Joe Burrow? That doesn't feel good. Um, in Arrowhead, with a little motivation, um, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs get it done on that final drive. Um, Man, this feels like a rivalry that's just brewing, man. A a lot of the Bengals dudes are coming back. Uh, The Chiefs and Mahomes, I think it's six, five or six straight championship games. It's something very Houston Astros-esque. And guess what? Like, Mahomes Mahomes is going to continue to go. We'll see how many years, like, Reed has left. But he's he's still churning up some winning plays. And, man, Holmes only 27. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Like, who, who Burrow is, who Mahomes is, who these teams are, who their coaches seem to be. Um, it, it, feels, it feels like we're going to get a lot of this. And sports, you never know, right? Like, we could flash forward five years and say, hey, this is the first time they've played since. Also, I don't know. I, I think sports, we, we say that a lot, but the cream kind of finds a way. And these two teams... And we've we've also like, like now it's been two years in a row that like we've gotten this right. situation. It's like we're we're there. And I for the Bengals, you wonder if this is like a next step for them because they they didn't take their first two games seriously. They lost to the Steelers and the Cowboys each on a field goal. Right. Um, you know, uh, do we see is next year the year they take a step in their hunting home field advantage, and that matters because if this game's in Cincy, I I don't know. A, the Burrowhead stuff never happens. So if, if you believe in that as the motivation and difference maker in the game. Um, or just like a reverse hostile environment. Arrowhead's like, you know, for it's pro sports, one. that's a real one. That's intense. Um, and Patrick Mahomes, you know, has a chance to be remembered as one of the best quarterbacks ever. By the end of this game, it was Valdez, Scantling, Scantling Kelsey, and Pacheco, they were doubling Kelsey on every play, um, and they were still able to make enough plays. Mahomes on one leg. They're going to the Super Bowl. Chiefs-Eagles, uh, we'll have some time to talk about it, so don't need to dive now, Chiefs. Um, and then the other thing I want to close off on this before we, we go to some of the baseball. Uh, for me, man, uh I like Romo. Uh, I understand why people don't like him. I do think it's going to come back around like it did for Joe Buck. I'm not comparing him to Joe Buck, but everyone, you know, all sports fans remember that Joe Buck hate period. It was like three years. Like, everyone was kind of against Joe Buck, and then literally, like, everyone came out of hibernation and was like, wait, why do we hate him? Just because he calls the big games? Hmm. So, I... I think Romo, there's a little bit of that. I, I think he burst on the speed, onto the scene almost too hard where he was predicting the plays and it blew all of our minds. 
He still does a little bit of that. He's actually pulled back the reins on that a little bit. I don't know if that's consciously yeah. him or... He, Remember, like, in, in real time, and maybe we've talked about it here, but, like, while he was doing those, like, the chatter was like, well, he's only going to have, like, a couple years where he can do that. The league's going to change quicker than you think, but... Well, and the thing I heard recently, you guys know I listen to Rosillo. He had Jim Nance on. It was a really good interview. Um, go listen to that. Uh, the thing that Nance actually said on this topic was that Romo does it more with the veteran quarterbacks because the veteran quarterbacks all read the field the same way. Like, they've all done it the same way, and you know if that's happening and that's happening, then this is happening. So, if there's a couple veteran quarterbacks, he'll bust that out more. If there's young quarterbacks, he won't do that as much because he's not sure what they're going to do. Um, so, I thought that was interesting. Either way, I realize he's too intense for a lot of broadcasts. I remember when Gus Johnson burst onto the scene and everyone was really high on it, and then everyone was like, whoa, that's too intense. I'm a little bit there when Gus Johnson is, you know, there's a layup to go up seven and early in the second half in a college basketball game. And it's like, okay, you know, we got some ball game left. Like, let's not burn that out. Or he calls a lot of big spots. I feel like he calls big 12 football. I think what kind of blew up his spot was also big 12 football games. The games that were getting to like 60 to 54. And he'd be doing that from every score after like 28 to 21. And that can wear on you. And I get that. And I understand Romo has a little bit of that. And if that's your complaint, that's fair. Um, like I said, with the high school football intensity of this game, I ended up, I, I watched this game from home. I watched the first game out. I was, this game was intense. I was on the edge of my seat, just like Burrow Mahomes. Like if Burrow did win this game, which they were very close to, and it came down to stuff that wasn't Joe Burrow, like we would, everyone would very much be doing Joe Burrow versus Patrick Mahomes today <laughs> back. Cause you clip them back to back years. Like, mm-hmm. Burrowhead would be very real today. All of a sudden, it's at least like, <laughs> he's in that dude's head. It, I mean, it becomes very real. Um, and for Mahomes, I mean, I think it's six straight now. Championship games, or three, three, three for five of the last Super Bowls. Three of the yeah. five last Super three Bowls he's now four? going to. So maybe it is five. Um, like, you know, that's... that's Special and kind of the special we get bored with in sports sometimes that you kind of need to shake yourself awake with. And I think that's what this was. Like, we went another year with the Chiefs kind of being the after mention. Like, you know, it, it would be the uh, the Bengals are really good. The Bills are really good. Chiefs are there, you know, they because it's kind of the same. It's even a little less sexier this year without Tyreek. They're going to the Super Bowl. Um, and three, Tony, of, three of the last four Super Bowls, five straight uh, conference championship five appearances. Conference. Um, and I, uh, I'm a fan of Romo. Maybe it doesn't come back all the way like I'm saying. I mean, either way, he's in the chair, so I, I don't think he's just going to be hated forever. Um, but, man, his intensity and some of the stuff he was doing, I, I think the other thing that's making people mad now is he was giving opinion um, like there was that controversial, uh, there was the third down penalty and people were at first, it looked like the Bengals were going to enforce the penalty and everyone was doing the like, wait, you're going to give Mahomes another play. Like, I know it's a third and 17, but that's, you know, we've seen that backfire. Like, and, and you just feel like with Mahomes, it's going to backfire. 
And Romo was given like the big like, e, I would not do that. And then they end up not doing that. And I was like, I thought that was really good. Um, just because I think that's one of those things as a fan on the couch, you feel like you could go either way on it. Like flip a coin, right? But the fact that he was in lockstep uh, with Zach Taylor, the Bengals coach, I like that. And there was a couple other moments where I thought the intensity matched the situation. So maybe... My problem is the the week 13 game with Romo when you feel like it's not as intense as that. Um, I loved it. I think it's going to come back around a little bit. Um, I know that's an unpopular opinion right now. I had a couple couple friends not like that. So um, that's what I have on that. Super Bowl will be coming. Usually from Wake and Jake, that means we get a Chris Rose phone call Mm -hmm. while he walks, um, which we like that. And we should bring in Big Bobby. The people love Big Body, Big Bobby. Uh, so we'll have some of that coming up. Got a couple of eps to work with between now and then. Uh, just thing I'm noticing about the Chiefs before we move on. Mm. Last five years mentioned conference championship game. Different leading rusher for the season all five years. How about that? Which, How about that? Uh, that hasn't been discussed, I don't think. Man, Pacheco, that dude's a beast. Um, he's he's going to be a fun story for the for the next couple weeks. Um, man, and Kansas City trying to get some guys healthy. Their skill positions towards the end. Hardman got hurt. Yeah. Sky Moore, a huge special teams play, but didn't on offense doesn't feel like it's clicking for him. Um, Kadarius Tony got hurt. Juju Smith Schuster was hurt. So they were running. It was MVS, Kelsey, Pacheco, Marcus Kemp was getting out there. Hmm. Noah Gray. So yeah, their their health, I think, is gonna be the big discussion of the next couple weeks where uh, it'll be can Philly and Hurts continue to be dominant. Um, so we'll see what we learn in the next couple weeks. Fun final football game. I, I loved everything with Bengals, Chiefs, and Romo, the intensity I, I was all in. Uh, that, was, that, was, that was my most enjoyable football game, I think, in a long time. Yeah. I mean, the, the playoffs needed that game last yeah. night to be that. Yeah, they needed kind of the signature, and I, I think – you know, I'm I'm not great with memory. <laughs> Whoa. Um, but no, I, I don't know if... Because normally you get a lean. Like, I'll be honest. I had a Niners lean. I Maybe it's something about, you know, Philly fans and being a little aggressive when they're going. Um, I, I kind of like the Purdy story, I guess. I was in on Shanahan. I love their skill positions. Like, I believe in high-end talent, so that's... And, I mean, the, the Eagles have that, too. I was just kind of in on the Niners, like, if Brock Purdy, and they, they did it on the road. I was rooting for both these teams, man. I genuinely was. Like, each play, <laughs> Burrow and Mahomes, it was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, so, that's kind of the football for now. Let's do some of the baseball. And I'm excited to do this because, uh, you know, sometimes – this part of the year, it's January 30th, last Wake and Jake in January. It's going to be February. Got a wedding next month. Spring training happens. We do a lot of thinking, and we do a lot of, especially myself, I do a lot of stereotypes. When we go through a team's and you say, oh, that's a great rotation. They've got a great rotation. I kind of want to put them on the board and see where we land and maybe, maybe get us at least a top five. And I was excited... <laughs> I'm going to go alphabetical order by league just to put some people in the running, and then we'll take them out. Um, so, and I'll go fan graphs and alphabetical order. You don't need fan graphs, but I figure I'd just let you guys know. That's where we're looking. That's right where now. I'm going to start. 
Baltimore, I don't think we need to put them on the list. Mm-mm. Hopefully, I maybe, love swerving for them. Maybe but. next year, Grayson Rodriguez and maybe a couple other guys. But a, a Baltimore get a surprise and make a free agent move. And don't think they'll be in the convo. Boston, I'm assuming no. I mean, Mm-mm. let's get into some rotations, but I don't think you know. Even think, if we're getting a top ten, I don't think they're there. I don't, I don't think they make the first cut. Chicago White Sox, let's put them down. They still have a lot of names. Um. So we'll put down the White Sox and see where they end up landing. I think you have to put Cleveland, right? Like, I don't know where they land, but... They just always pitch. To start this exercise, I think there's there's got to be a discussion with them. Uh, Detroit, I think we're going to pass on mm-hmm. for now. We Houston. Do. Yep. We will not pass on them. Got to include them. Kansas City Royals, I think we can pass... <sighs> I'm going to do this for now, and I think people might be mad. I'm going to put the Angels down on paper. I, I, I don't. We'd no, love to take stock in them against the others and see I, how we feel. I just have no idea. I have no idea if they are 20th or if they are 10th. I don't know. So let's put them down for now. Angel fans throw a fucking house party over that. Um, <laughs> Minnesota, I guess we're going to write them down. Let's write them down. I, There's a, I think when we I do think, it, they'll have some, they have some depth. I think they have the Angels beat, but they have Shohei. So let's circle yeah. back on that. Those two are an interesting conversation. The New York Yankees, yes, in this group. Oakland, no. Seattle is a discussion. Tampa Bay Rays are probably a discussion. I mean, Glass now, McClanahan, uh, yeah. There's Rasmussen. Rays funny business to the whole thing. They just extended everybody. Yeah, See getting that? to that on Talking Thanks. Baseball, I think. Jeffrey Springs, they extended Fairbanks, Yandi. Yeah. Springs, I think uh What's his your front office. I doing? think his uh his starter reliever splits will take us by surprise when we do that. Okay. Interested. The Texas Rangers, you gotta write them down, right? Yeah. yeah. For sure. And the Toronto Blue Jays, I they deserve to be written down. So okay. So to start this exercise, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, which, you know, circling... First pass. Circling back on me writing down the Angels, I kind of partially regret it, because... Well, cross them off now? Let's go (laughs) to the National League. Same thing, alphabetical. I'm going to leave my Diamondbacks off for now, um, just because... Um, okay, the Braves. You have to write them down, right? Let's see where they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chicago Cubs, we love this offseason for them, but I don't think... Some good big picture stuff. How about this? I'm going to write Chicago Cubs next to the Angels, and then I think I'm just going to eliminate them together. Yeah. Like, I think they're in the same bucket. Someone could give you a really nice speech on Justin Steele. Um, but yeah, but the, I, I think he's those our number three. Those so. two technically written down, technically deleted. Uh, Cincinnati, no. Rockies, no. Dodgers, yeah, you have to write them down. Obviously, yeah. Okay. Um, Miami got the Cy Young guy and a bunch of other. Baby you gotta, Jesus took a big step back. You gotta write them down, but I I do think let's we'll write them down. We'll circle back. Write them down because you you almost need to get out of your head about what the rest of Miami is because that the the rotation is good. Milwaukee, you have to write them down. 
mm-hmm. to start. Everyone, everyone thinks a move's coming there. But, yeah, what's with that? But it's it just the two happened. and a half year or the two years. Just right? they're both. I think both of them are two years left, and I wonder just what the Brewers usually do. I wonder if there's wise. some inside info there, because why? Like Coney being on the forefront of that is kind of like what? All yeah, all off season, it's been just like a thing. Like, oh, they're gonna trade one of these guys. The New York Mets, you have to write them down. The Phillies, I think you have to write them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pittsburgh, no. The Padres, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Darvish, yeah. Musgrove, Snell, Nick Martinez, Seth Lugo. That's not as not as, not as high as, like. as we Ad- would have thought during the year last. Adrian Morejon. Um Giants. I'll write them down. That's a weird franchise right now, but uh the St. Louis Cardinals, I'll kinda write them down. Okay, and then the Nats, no. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And with the Chicago Cubs, it would have been ten. So, I wrote down ten teams organically. We're able to just eliminate the back third. So, Cubs and Angels, instant elimination. Down to 18. So, down to the top 18 starting pitching staffs. This is fantastic. Um... My God. Okay. I'm I'm looking for instant eliminations. Man, I think Milwaukee's off. Um I love them as a franchise. It's Burns, it's Woodruff, Lauer, Peralta, Wade Miley. I don't know, man. They're I don't know if the, I I don't believe they're the best. I'm surprised they're your first release okay well what if i if i told without you, taking full stock of the rest of these yet. if i told you one team has to go because we got 18 pitching staffs here. yeah we're talking about a team that's not even approaching the top 10 basically if you have to eliminate one team who is it i'd probably take the giants off there yeah yeah i like logan webb a lot uh, the rest i'm not Super into. I believe in like one of Manaya or stripping, Stripling to click and be pretty good. Cobb but is Cobb. Yeah, the projection Alex likes him Wood. enough. Where did they? No, the last year they were seventh in starting pitcher array. They lost Rodon, who I mean, you know, that dude was a, like a, that's a one. a big part of it. That dude was a one for them. Manaya was kind of just straight up bad last yeah. year. All right, I mean, for this exercise, I think we could take yeah. them off. San Francisco's done. Um, maybe we need to reverse engineer this and go to the top. Is, is it fair to say the Yankees They're even have with, a top, top even, rotation? Even without Montas is the five anymore, uh, I, I think they're still a Gar- top four. Garrett Cole. They signed that Rodon guy I just talked about. Severino's stats, mm-hmm. you can't argue with. What Nestor has been, and then you throw a fifth starter in there. Could Maybe it still could be Montas in May. For, but for most of the year. Even if it's not, the Yankees have a top They're rotation. They're on the short list here. Um, if we're going short list, 
I think the Mets have to be discussed, right? I think so. I mean, Justin Verlander just won the Cy Young. Right. Max Scherzer's Max Scherzer. Senga, I guess we don't know, but we it's don't know, to be good. but also he throws like a hunch. Like it's. Uh, yeah, I, but like I'm so excited to. I understand watch there's him. a risk factor, but also Carrasco and Quintana, they have depth and some young guys. I'm going to shortlist the Mets. Between okay. top end and overall depth. Here's your New York bias. Instant. Thanks, um, Matt's first team, as we've said, are in their inner circle. That's huge. Um, the Houston Astros. Ah, it's tough, man. Without JV at the top, it looks a lot less flashy. Yeah, but the overall, like one, the guys that are listed one to five on Fangrass right now, Valdez, Javier, McCullers, Garcia, Kitty. Depth's there. Their projections don't make sense. And Framber's kind of... I think that's a lot of just the ballpark they play in. And what Christian Javier did last year. And he's Jolly's Cy Young. Okay, how about this? So, I moved the Yankees down. I moved the Mets down. If you had to take an AL rotation over Houston of the eligible candidates, who would you take? First one that comes to mind is Rangers. Okay. Revamped. Let's look at it. The Rangers are so scary because... Obviously, it hinges a lot on DeGrom's health. Um, Him being there knocks everyone down a peg, and it's all good, really good pitchers. Heaney was very good last year. Man... John Gray, permanently forgotten about, but good pitcher. If Texas's rotation was on Houston and Houston's rotation was on Texas, we would like Houston over Texas because of what those organizations are. Like, just flat on paper, mm-hmm. DeGrom, Perez, Gray, Evaldi, Heaney. If you didn't know what team they were on, I think you take it over Houston's. But knowing Houston's, I'm not. Every also, I'm not doing that. I'd rather be wrong. I'd rather be wrong. I'm I'm taking Houston over Texas. Everybody on the Rangers in the Rangers rotation is older than everyone on the Astros rotation. They're all in their twenties. Rangers are all in their thirties. I don't know what to do with that, but. I moved... Just a thing I noticed. I advanced Houston from the AL. Um, You have to. You have to. I know they lost Justin Verlander. They're also getting back, like, McCullers, and it looked like Javier made a leap, and Framber is as good as, good as it gets, man. Um, Okay. Let's get one more AL team. Houston advanced. Don't think it's going to be Cleveland. The Yankees advanced. Cleveland's another tricky one, right? I, like, I believe in them to figure it out, and over, and we look back at the end of the year, and their pitching was great. But on paper right now, the he, way it ended with, like, Savali last year, game five, he was kind of unusable, and he's their yeah. four right now. Bieber McKenzie, you love that. Mm. But, yeah, the rest of the rotation leaves leaves a little bit. For this exercise, it's a no. And, you know, they get an organization boost 
But I, I think, again, like almost, I think I'd rather have the Rangers rotation over theirs. I think. Yeah. It's a little scary. Um, Seattle. Do we need to give the, the great Northwest a little more love? Let's Luis Castillo, it. Logan Gilbert, Robbie Ray, George Kirby, and Marco Gonzalez. I think, would you take that over Cleveland? Yeah. I think so. On, on paper, take I organization so. out of it. You take that over Texas. You know. It's a little... There's more you know what you're getting, so I think so. Man, it's interesting. It's close because, like, a George Kirby, I mean, maybe he's awesome next year. But, you know, first Nate Evaldi, I kind of know what I'm going to get. Uh. Yeah. A lot of health in, in that Rangers rotation. That's twins. That would be I, a big concern. Twins, I think we can eliminate, right? Like, it's it's solid. I like their depth, but they're... They, there isn't a top. They're guy. high end, yeah. So let's let's just not talk about them for now. Unless Joe Ryan goes crazy, but right now, White, I can't. White Sox, I think we get away from. I mean, mm-hmm. Cease broke out. But Lan- need- Lance Lynn's another year older. I don't know how that affects him. Giolito contract our year. Yeah. Kopech, the projections hate. Clevenger might be bad guy and might not be good. So I think for this, I want to take them out for now. I think so. It's different than they were a year ago. I think the Blue Jays are the next one we got to take a take a look at. So I guess here's what I'll ask you, and this is another environment versus talent on paper. Manoa Gossman, I mean, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Bassett Barrios Kikuchi. Bassett, you kind of know what you're going to get. Barrios or Kikuchi feels like a coin flip. I think Ryu's going to be out most of the year. Do they have any swing depth guys? Um, let's see. Nate Pearson. Remember how oh. much we used to talk about him? Is he TJ? Oh, so. I think he's just... Like last year, is that what he missed with? He was. He's just feels like he's always been hurt. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's a, and then they seems some, like he's healthy now, and that's their only depth. He's our find out year. I, I guess. I guess this is where it gets tricky because Toronto versus Tampa Bay. McClanahan Glass now may be if Tyler Glass now is healthy. McClanahan Glass now could be the best one two in baseball. And then you're just dealing with Ray's magic. Drew Rasmussen was awesome last year. I think analytically. Like, all, all the numbers in the Rays organization like him the best. Glass now said that. They gave Eflin their biggest contract ever, right? Right. So, how, what's he going to be with Tampa? I wouldn't bet against it. Jeffrey Springs, we just talked about that. He just gets the extension. Uh, Shane Boz is out for the year. Eh. Patino, he's going to be 23 this year. Yanni Sayo. Chirinos has a chance to, uh, to pitch wow. and come back this year. Yeah. He was a... Uh, Felt like he pitched every game against the Yankees one year, and he's just been missing. Rays versus Jays. I th- I think I lean Rays. If everything clicked for the Blue Jays, I think they'd be my pick. If the and this is this is Texas Seattle part two. Yeah. I, I mean, I would if the Jays rotation was on the Rays. I would like it more than this current Rays rotation, but they are not. 
And I think that's where, I mean, the, the Rays were third in ERA last year, kind of without glass now, rotation. Yeah. I think it's Rays. I think you have to go Rays over Jays. Glass now back for real. The Clanahan, Cy Young guy. So let's, if we're trying to get a top five, right now I've got Houston, the Yankees, and the Rays out of the AL. And that's with, there's a Texas-Seattle debate. I th- I guess Seattle would be my on-deck team. Let's go back to the National League. National League, who jumps out, Biebs? Let's see. So we already set aside the Mets. So I moved, I advanced the Mets. I think I'm getting rid of Miami. Sandy's awesome. The other guys are more question marky than we talk about. I get, Lazardo had a big year he last year. He broke out. And so after he, coming on the scene a couple years ago, that last year was a big year like for may, him. Maybe it's clicked. Also, maybe it hasn't. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe there's a... Like, there is more... Like, after Sandy, what's their biggest lock? Cueto. 37-year-old Johnny yeah. Cueto. I know he was just good, but... Listed this there, too, right now. Like Trevor Sandy Rogers, almost counts. Not sure what his deal is. Sandy almost counts as one and a half, and like they're gonna pitch. They're the Marlins, and they have depth too. Pitching hasn't been the issue, but I don't, I don't think so. I think they're out. Um, St. Louis, I put on because they're a good team, but I don't think their rotation. I don't think it's Wainwright, Michaelis, Monty, Flaherty, Stephen Matz. Like they can be good, but I don't. For yeah, this like exercise, a, if it all goes great, that can eat, we can easily eat crow on that. But uh, for now, for this exercise, Milwaukee, I think the Dodgers still have to move on. Really? I have, let me look at it. Yeah. Kershaw, Urias, Gonsolin. Gonsolin was crazy good last year. Dustin May comes don't back, Cindergard. Like you're getting some organization points here. They were first in starting pitcher ERA last year. They've been first for they, they several lo- years. They lost Tyler Anderson and Heaney. You just kind of have to expect that. I mean, they get they get boosted. Yeah, they they kind of always have a next kid coming. Like Grove, Dodgers, series. Mets, um, Stone. Yes. Watch out for that. Um, okay, if I told you... Okay, yeah, I'd, I'd pass them along. The Atlanta Braves. Max Freed. Kyle Wright had a huge year last year. Spencer Strider broke out last year. Charlie Morton is still there. Mike Soroka may finally be back. Somehow not 26 years old yet. Right now in AAA for them would be is listed Ion Anderson, <laughs> who I've seen that guy pitch lights out playoff games. He is 24 years old. I know Bryce Elder's pitched for them a little bit. I think depth, I think a mix of depth and high-end talent, you have to move the Braves. Yeah. Because I'm, you're... you're. I don't up. think Braves fans are thrilled about Morton with what last year was with him, but uh, if it doesn't trust click, it to they've bounce got, back, they've got guys. They got three young guys they can try out. Um, so I've got the D- Dodgers, Mets, 
Graves, that checks out. I guess if you had to move one from Philly and San Diego. I th- I think I'd lean Philly over San Diego, but they're clearly, both are definitely below those three for me. That we've Nola, got already. Wheeler, Suarez, and Walker. Yeah, I mean, right now it's it's a little bit of a numbers game where I think Philly has three and a half you like. Mm-hmm. And I think San Diego's three, Darvish, Musgrove, Snell. Seth, yeah, I mean, Seth Lugo, I just, Nick Martinez, Morejon. Um, I'll move, I'll move Philly on. Okay, so I, I've made Brewers, I'm sorry. Cleveland, I'm sorry. Texas, Toronto, you guys kind of get hurt by being Bales Texas got and Toronto. Strong. L's got a lot of strong rotations, too. If I'm just being honest. So I've got an Elite Eight here of Tampa, the Yankees, Houston, Seattle, Dodgers, Mets, Braves, and Phillies. It's tough. That's tough. I mean, four teams you expect to be really good. Seattle. Are they getting an... Is it they getting the right amount of respect or too much respect? Because there's still a lot of kids. Yeah. Let me see. The, I love Logan Gilbert. Numbers. George Kirby, I guess I wish I knew a little better. I know he's good, but... Marco is their five. Robbie Ray. Robbie the other, Ray. The other four in there, the RAs and the threes are better last year. Not too familiar with their depth options in AAA. Don't finish. Know, not to say that they're not good. But. They're 11th in starting pitcher ERA last year. They got they got Castillo at the deadline and extended him. Um, I don't know. I I guess has Castillo's never really put it together for a full season. Is that rude? I feel he's like had, when I yeah I, he's had a lot of years where we're talking about like life out months and last year was his his best season twenty five starts a two nine nine ERA that twenty twenty one I think it was just a brutal April and then he was Luis Castillo was the rest of the way that. but that's a month of that he was terrible I don't know I guess the feel of Luis Castillo in a big game I think. Over the course of the season, there's not a ton to lean on. Maybe it's fully clicked, and that's what we saw last year. But that combined with the young guys, I I just don't have them as sexy as some of these other rotations. If you had to eliminate one of... So the final four in the East. Tampa, New York, Houston, and Seattle. For me, it's Seattle. I think so. It's... It's pretty close. It could be but very wrong. They feel like the easiest to right now do this with. It could be very wrong, but let's let's get rid of them for now. A lot of good rotations in the National League. Let's get rid of one of them: Dodgers, Mets, Atlanta, Philly. Philly three and a half. They've got the the high end guys that can go go. Atlanta, their their own factory in a way. 
the Dodgers get a certain amount of credit because they are the Dodgers, and rightfully so. I think Philly's the four. They out come of these up short. Four. I think that's right too. It, it feels a little bizarre knowing they just went to the World Series. Mm. The the overall depth. We just is Bailey Falter good? He's their five right now. Maybe he will be. What is he? But yeah. I can't. I don't think I can believe in in that over the overall depth of any of these. Yeah, man. I. The Dodgers, I don't think that's rude. It cannot be the Dodgers. I don't think it can be the Mets, right? I I just don't think it can be. Yeah, like you can. The argument against the Mets is you want to see Senga and like Carrasco and Quintana at this point in their careers aren't sexy, but it's bra- just... it's it's Braves or Phillies, and I would rather have the Braves. I agree. I mean, what Spencer Strider did last. Looney Tunes. Max Freed is like a lock. Yeah, he's as as good as it gets. They haven't extended him yet. Yeah, right. Our our boy might be wicked good. All right, let's get rid of the Phillies. So our our <laughs> and just an aside, Phillies or uh, or Braves. The original signing info. It's Max Freed, which was a trade while he was in the minors, and then Atlanta, 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 Atlanta. Original organization. Charlie Morton's kind of the cheat code there because he was there 15 mm. years ago. But Charlie Morton. So, your final three. Tampa Bay, Houston, and the Yankees. The Dodgers, the Mets, and the Braves. If I'm making a top five out of this list. So, it's you've got to eliminate one of these. Right, if you had to eliminate one of these, or maybe it's just time to try to do a one, two, three, four, five. I I guess here's part of where I wanted to do this today, and partially it's because there's only one football game left. Wanting to talk baseball and what's a good conversation. Do the Yankees have the best rotation? Are they the one pick? It's hard for me to not. Are we too close? Be worried. To it? Yeah, my. I feel like I'm close. Like Garrett Cole technically had like his worst year in a while, but I also. It's funny business. Cole, Rodon, Nestor, Sevy. I guess give me four that can go toe to toe with that. McClanahan, Glass. Now I think they can go one two. Mm-hmm. Rasmussen, he's in the mix. I think so. Your fourth, I I don't know if there's a guy there. They're like just on name. I mean, they're Tampa. They're going to be able to pitch, but I don't... Zach Eflin's we're, career we're, up until this point. We're defaulting to them coaching some guys up. Houston, At this level, you have to be nitpicking. Houston, should, be, should them losing Verlander be more of a factor than we've said so far? Framber and Javier or McCullers is going to be a nasty one-two. You tie it into a three, you like it. Garcia, you know, there's four you like there. I think on paper you like the Yankees guys more. I think that's not biased. Fully known quantities, what you're, like, banking on. I think I like the Yankees more right now. 
Dodgers. Kershaw, Urias, Gonsolin, Syndergaard, May. I mean, everyone always thinks the Gonsolin bubble is going to collapse. Kershaw just does it, but it's not sexy. Urias is really good. What are they going to get from Syndergaard in May? They're going to get something. It just feels a little more questionable. I guess mentally, I'm, I, I won't rule them out. The Mets. And the Braves. I mean, we've already done the discussions about them. I, I guess... I mean, if I had to eliminate one team, I unfortunately think it's Tampa. And maybe this exercise was silly because then the five teams you're left with are Houston, New York, the Dodgers, the Mets, and the Braves, which probably just the five best teams. Kind of feel like could be a top five anything. I guess if I, if I had to list, I'd go Yankees, Man, I would go, I'd, oh, man, I don't know. I'm between the Mets and the Dodgers for the, I'll go Dodgers. I think I was ready to go Mets. Yankees, Dodgers, Mets, give me... Atlanta, then Houston. And those are my top five rotation. Biebs? So you went... Yankees, Dodgers, Mets, Atlanta, Houston. I think I'm Yankees, Mets, Dodgers, Atlanta, Houston. Yankees, Mets, Atlanta. Okay. So I think I'm just flipping Mets and Dodgers. Mets, Dodgers. Okay. Man, Tampa, that hurts me. I think they're going to be – I think they have a chance to be awesome. Um. Wow. Okay. So T- – Tampa and Houston are kind of right there with one another. Comment. What did we get wrong? What did we get right? What did we miss? Sorry, Seattle. Sorry, Philly. Um. And let me know. I think uh, – I think the AL starting pitching has taken a jump. I think on the whole, AL rotations were better. The last two playoffs, we've stared at the playoff picture, and it's like, damn, the NL pitching staffs? I think the AL pitching staffs have taken a leap. So that's something to watch for this year. And watch everything on John Boy Media. We got to run, talking baseball, everything else. Love you guys. You're the best. Go sports.